What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode 35 of the Java Talk. Today, we have the one and only, we have Mr. Eddie Lopez himself. Eddie, I want to take it all the way back to the very beginning. What brought you to ASU and what did you study during your time here? Yeah, yeah. I came from the good old town of Globe, Arizona, a copper mining town. It's about 90 miles east of Tempe. And it was the leadership scholarship program that brought me from Globe here to Tempe. My dad was a copper miner, his dad, his dad. So I was the first to attend college. And the leadership scholarship program was what gave me that great opportunity. And come to ASU, get involved, start feeling that Sun Devil spirit and I've carried it forward for 27 years now. Eddie, you were one of the first people that I met at my first LSP banquet and you're definitely one of the most involved LSP people, either whether that's people that are currently in it or graduated. What makes you want to keep, want to stay so involved in the ASU community and more specifically within the LSP community? I'd say two things. First is just that sense of giving back. A lot of what I have today, I owe to my time at Arizona State. Not only the curriculum and the faculty in the WP Carey School of Business, I still use every day the stuff that I learned there. I enjoy coming back and talking to the students and telling them you will use what you learned here. Make sure you're paying attention. You will apply it and it'll lead to good things. Gratitude for the leadership scholarship program and just the friends I made, the values I learned in myself and my own leadership style that I've refined over the years and still the best people I know, even in 20 years of, of business and marketing. The best people I know are the people I met in the leadership scholarship program. But sort of beyond just that trying to give back and, and the things it did for myself, I, I just, I'm really inspired by the students that continue to be part of the program. And that includes you, RJ, uh, putting together this series, but also your leadership, the causes that the students today are finding and drawing upon wide experiences in order to develop solutions to problems we've never heard of before and solutions we've never heard of before. All of that inspires me. So it's really almost selfish as well that I draw energy. I draw inspiration from the students in the LSP, outside the LSP, medallion scholars, Tillman scholars, everyone I interact with. I, I see that leadership. I see the drive to make the world better and that inspires old alums like me to be the best that we can be as well. Are you still in touch with your cohort from LSP? We are. Thank goodness for Facebook. A lot of the old folks here are still using Facebook. Uh, some of us are on Instagram, but we've been able to keep in touch with that way. Me and my 1993 cohort, a lot of us married, families, careers. When you're part of a program like the Leadership Scholarship Program, it, it, it's you'll hear people say it's a family, but it, it feels like it falls short of describing what it really is, but, but it's the closest descriptor we have. At this point, we've attended each other's weddings. We've celebrated each other's children being born, career successes. We've mourned with each other as we've lost parents or, or significant others. But that's, that's what it feels like to truly have a family and a cohort. And what impresses me is that the cohorts today are even closer than we were back at that time. I hope all of you continue to carry that forward. It'll be enriching to your life. What are some of those memories that you still think back on and you think think back of fondly. Certainly the friends, particularly in the cohort and in the leadership scholarship program and others, you know, Los Diablos, Hispanic business students were made friends that made the campus feel smaller. And that meant a lot, particularly coming from Globe. You're talking about six, 7,000 people graduating class of 120. The ASU was massive. And at the time, it was only 40,000 students back in 1993. And tuition was $1,000. It was awesome. <laughs> wow, I'm old. So uh, the memories of the classmates of what we did, the, the trips Target, going to Sun Devil Athletics, still huge Sun Devil Athletics fans. And that's, you know, there's nothing like the feeling of being there on game day, game night, and seeing the team run out. That still just really gets me going. But also basketball, baseball, gymnastics, wrestling, track, tennis, uh, all of it. I really tried to make Sun Devil Athletics a big part of my experience and, and still do to this day. I got involved 
in USG. It wasn't called USG at the time. It was still Associated Students at ASU. That was big for me, you know, not just from looking at some politics, kind of call it politics and it kind of is but really it's it's just relations with other people other stakeholders trying to do better for the students and, and the student community and the ASU community overall I learned a lot one of the LS peers was a student body vice president at the time and so started just in a volunteer position and then to a chair and then to a chief of staff and then actually won an election as, as campus VP homecoming always great uh, just the organizations the experiences are really what make the ASU experience it's it's what I hope for all of you and it really gets me excited when I see all of you participating and enjoying it and, and having amazing experiences that I always really wanted and wished for you. From back then to now, what what's changed? And I guess what's been the same when you kind of look compared it to? Certainly the campus has changed a lot. The university itself has changed a lot. I think amazing things have happened under Dr. Crow's leadership. We have majors and specialties that we'd never heard of back in the early and mid 90s. But it shows how the university is rising to the challenge. I stay in close touch with the College of Business as well. The Dean Amy Hillman was my marketing professor when I came back for the MBA program. And so I was thrilled when she was named Dean. I love what she's doing as far as recognizing that while we need specialization to solve the problems of the world, what's even more important is generalists and those who have built knowledge and experiences in different areas. It could be business, politics, healthcare, law, technology, media, entertainment, and can draw upon all of those experiences to create solutions we never heard of before. That's what's inspiring to me. Well, the other thing that's changed, I think just organizations like Changemaker and seeing what students have done on their own to identify causes that mean the world to them and that they actually take action to try and solve and to communicate with others and to build relationships, educate others, but also to listen. I know that we don't know everything, uh, that really where we grow is through listening. That's what really inspires me with the students today. Organizations like that and causes like that, we wouldn't, we didn't demonstrate as much drive to do. We should have, but I'm seeing it in the students today and it's inspiring. It's a weird time right now. It, obviously, a lot of things are up in the air. A lot of people have a lot of uncertainties. Do you have any words of wisdom, any words of advice for people that this might be their first year and they're just getting to ASU? What yeah. do you want them to take out of this experience? I think what keeps me grounded. So certainly I have faith and, and I also just have a sense that things happen for a reason, that we're given challenges specifically because we can handle them and they encourage us to grow. They edify us. Having that perspective really helps you take any challenge and say, okay, I guess this is what we've got next. Let's let's do this. Let's solve this. Let's Let's handle it. So whether that's trying to figure out where you're going to live, how you're going to attend classes, how things are going to get paid for, who you're going to meet and work with, it, any of that that's going to be like, just embrace the challenge of it and know that you'll grow from it. Know that there's a solution, maybe one that you haven't even thought of or one that isn't spelled out in the rule book. You know, toss the rule book. <laughs> Find a new way to, <laughs> to solve it. And then the other thing that I'd say in this time is just focus on what's important to you. So certainly for me, my family is absolutely everything to me, but also focus on yourself as well. How can you, sure, develop skills and, and continue to grow, but really know your yourself. Know what drives you, what motivates you, what you're excited to wake up for in the morning and say, this is going to be a great day because I get to do this or, or learn about this or get to beat myself doing this. So take this time and while it's challenging, see what you can do to grow from it. Eddie, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Always good to be with you, RJ. Congrats again on this series and thank you for all you do.